John chapter 19, verses 38 through 42. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. So the sun came up in the sky for a new day. And I can imagine this all had felt like a nightmare until this cold reality of a new day started to set in. Right, Jesus, the Messiah, the good shepherd, the foot-washing servant savior had been nailed to a tree and killed by crucifixion. I imagine the followers of Jesus sitting in a sick silence broken only by the mourning and the weeping of the many people who loved Jesus. They knew the prophecy. They knew Jesus had divine power. They knew Jesus even predicted his death all along. But in this moment, all they knew was they had just watched Jesus die. They watched him take on this brutal punishment. They watched his body break right before their eyes. They knew what they had seen, and it felt absolutely irreversible. But Sunday was coming. For now, the disciples would wait with tears in their eyes and fears in their hearts, uncertain what would happen next. The disciples gathered together in sorrow, but also in fear, afraid for their lives. Would they be put to trial next? Were they being looked for? What would the consequences be for them? Would the followers of Jesus be crucified just like their master was? They had a hope that Jesus would deliver them, that he really was the promised Messiah that would save them. But that hope was put on hold while Jesus laid in a tomb. And for the first time in a few years, these disciples were exposed to a reality that was life without Jesus. Life without the comfort of Jesus. The first time they were walking without that comforting presence of God, uh, uh, walking right beside them. This would have been a harsh and brutal reality to wake up to and the tomb was sealed tight and Jesus's body lay lifeless behind the stone because God himself surrendered himself up as a sacrifice for our sins there may have been some ounce of hope in some of the disciples that scripture would be fulfilled and that Jesus would once again breathe and speak and walk with them a hope that the sealed tomb was not final But for now, all they could do was wait. Reliving the events of Jesus, crucified and buried right before their eyes. Sunday was coming. The clock was ticking. And for a few days, a few long days, 
death and evil would rejoice as though the light of the world was put out for good. But the clock would keep ticking. And what felt like victory for the enemy was eventually going to come to an abrupt halt. The enemy could celebrate for a brief moment, but Sunday was coming. This was all promised back in the beginning. After the fall of man in the garden, God promised this. In Genesis 3.15, God tells the serpent this, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. We knew all the way back at the beginning of the story, all the way back at the beginning of the Bible, there would be a tension and a rescuer would come and the serpent would strike his heel with all of his power. It was when Jesus was beaten, mocked, persecuted, nailed to a cross, and when he breathed his last, that the serpent struck the heel of the Lamb of God. But the serpent striking was only half of the promise. God said that the heel would absorb the pain of the enemy, but the heel would also crush the head of the serpent forever. So the Savior would take on the weight of sin and evil, and the fangs of the enemy would sink deep. But in the end, the serpent's head would be crushed. Death and sin would be conquered. The enemy could celebrate for a few days, but Sunday was coming. Sunday was coming, and Jesus would reign victorious. Today, we feel the weight of the waiting. The weight of the waiting. But we know the sadness of Saturday would soon be shattered by the shouts of Sunday that Jesus is alive. But for now, we wait. But we don't lose hope because we know that Sunday is coming. <laughs>